Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Witching Hour. I have a beautiful guest for you today. I actually just got back from staying with her and visiting with her and doing an event at her store. I have got the owner of Miracles of Joy Metaphysical Store and magical lady herself, Joy Koff. But before I bring you Joy, where's Patty? This is a good one. Because I'm not home. I am far, far away. If you're listening to this on the week that we first drop, which is the week of Monday, May 2nd, number one, happy Beltane, happy May Day. Um, actually, it was yesterday, but I hope you celebrated spring in any form that you did, whether you're dancing around a maypole or getting a little frisky or just celebrating the joy of life, because that's the season we are in. Let the fairies celebrate. And in that order, I let's I have no classes because I'm in Ireland and I don't even know if I have internet. There's the obligatory yawn. Yes, we are ready for the Willow Report. And what I meant by sad and short one is because I am taping this a few days before. And the Willow Report is, I'm not with my Willow. I'm across the world in Ireland, and she's home all by herself. Not all by herself. Actually, a dearest friend flew from Canada to stay at our house and take care of her because she's not spoiled or anything. <laughs> but this is the first time she's been away from my husband, Carrie, and myself at the same time. She's used to Mama going away for a few days at a time quite often. But she always has daddy 24-7 to then take care of her. This is the first time she's just got Uncle Ron. So if you're walking by, wave to Willow. Send her a good thought. And more than anything else, send us a good thought. Because I am sure we are sitting in the most beautiful castles in Ireland going, let's look at pictures of Willow right now. I've been taking videos of her playdates. I have been taking photos of her doing nothing just so I have them with me. So the Willow report is... I'm missing the baby willow. So see you next week. I'm, I'm taping this obviously just before we go, but I thought what a perfect thing to talk about earth magic a little bit. Earth magic. Hmm. Now you guys know I work very elementally. I talk about my elemental magic all the time, which means magic shift change working from this planet we're on, this little round ball of gravity holding us down. We are these corporeal buildings. Yes, we have all these heavenly things up there, but the power we have in the, the mountains and the water and the air and the fire around us, early man knew it. We've kind of forgotten along the way. So if you're into doing magic, Step into the park, step into nature a little bit. Number one, what I always say is get to know where you live. Um, whether you're in the middle of Manhattan City or Chicago or LA, there's still a park nearby. Frequent it, find out where it is if you don't because that's gonna feed your soul. Now, if you wanna do magic, why not get some bird seed? Why not get some flower seeds? I'm going to take these wishes out onto a wind. Yes, it's great. We, we work herbs and we work oils and we work candles and we work spells. All of that is earth magic as well. But I'm talking, let's just get out to the park. Let's get out to nature. Um, what to bury something? Now, don't do anything like burying plastic or burying anything that's not natural of this earth or sending something into a stream or a river that's plastic or even glass. 
keep it natural, keep it of the earth, so, period, end of story. But say, what if you really want to make, you want a new job, you want a new love? Why not do a working where you're writing it on a leaf? Yes, what if we write it on a great big leaf that you find somewhere and you're talking about this magic you want to create, whether you're talking to the earth element itself or your deities or your angels or your guides or the spirit of the tree right over there. Write out what you're wanting. Maybe you want to bury it and make it grow. So sacredly put it into the ground. Again, that's why you're writing it on a leaf or something that's very biodegradable and part of the land. Bury it, plant it, send your wishes out. When it's windy outside, go outside, send your wishes onto the wind. When it's raining outside, dance in the rain if you're so willing and it's not too cold. If you are lucky to live anywhere near water, remember water is our emotions. You want to send wishes, that same leaf you ride on, why not take it on this beautiful emotional waterways? Again, nothing that will destroy it, but what if you're riding on a palm frond, on an oak leaf, what you're sending out, health wishes, and you put it over a stream. If you live somewhere on a bridge, right over the bridge, that's crossroads magic. We talk about crossroads magic of where the two roads come together, the two paths. That's the crossroads of change, like dragon magic. A bridge over water is crossroads of earth and the water, or you're at a pathway at the park. Use nature. You want to get some information, talk to a tree. They are the tree of life. They are the Kabbalistic tree of life. You know, Touch the bark on the tree. Sit down by the tree. Listen. Just listen. If you want to make wishes and you really want to send it out, um, do some birdseed. I do so much with birdseed. Get proper birdseed that works. You are sending your wishes out and you are sprinkling it out to the heavens. You are sprinkling it out to the elements. You are sprinkling it out to the birds. And get, then guess what? A bird's going to eat it. A bird's going to take it in nutrition and fly and take your magic and take your spell and take your wishes out. And then the bird's going to poop it out. Yes, indeed. The bird's going to poop out that little seed. And guess what? That little seed might land somewhere and it might grow into a new thing. That is some of the most deep magic, many dimensional magic you can do. And that's just part of nature. So take it the next level. It, it, elemental magic, yes, we have our wands and we have our this and we have our that. And we set all that up at the altar inside our home or apartment. But whenever you can, get out into real earth anywhere, even if you have a spot that's this big outside your apartment or something. If you don't even have a spot this big outside your apartment, put a little plant inside, even if it's a little windowsill plant, grow a little basil, go to something, you will tap into that nature. Plus you can call in fairies. This isn't a day to talk about fairies, but when you have the element of earth, you have it. You probably have your crystals already. You have the earth element right there. So get out in it whenever you can. Get barefoot on grass or dirt when it's not 20 below. They have proven, even doctors have proven that earthing thing works. It's a, it's, it's reverse energy, like the opposite of a plug. They make earthing pads now. You can stick on your bed and you plug it, not to the two prongs, that third prong. But when you can, why not do it by holding on to a tree or getting your toes in the sand? You want to do sigil magic? Draw it with a stick in the dirt or in the sand. Send it out. Magic's everywhere, you guys. We are on the most magic planet with everything you could ask for. Go talk to her.
more than anything else, help her survive, help her thrive, which I think is why there's a big resurgence in earth magic and people seeing gnomes for the first time and the resurgence of fairies because we need it. Bring your, bring your eyes, bring your gaze, bring your magic back to earth. Go hug a tree, <laughs> right on a leaf. Find your magic. Magic is everywhere. You do gotta look sometimes. And today I am really proud to bring you someone that a dear friend I've known for several years now. I actually just got back from her house and her city in Dallas, Texas. Let me introduce you to my friend, Joy Koff. She's the founder of Miracles of Joy Spiritual Center. It's a mecca of healings, readings, and esoteric studies in the Dallas area. She's a master teacher and galactic healing. She brings passion to her work. She's a channel for Native American, ascended masters, and ancient Egyptian energies. She's a willing vessel for all her frequencies who want to merge and bring wisdom. She's dedicated her life to helping others connect with the divine and find their highest calling. Joy's also a certified as an ascended theta, theta practitioner, a certified Reiki master teacher, and a gifted psychic. And believe me, you walk into her store and you feel it all. So let me introduce you my friend, Joy. Thank you, Joy. Thank you so much for coming. It is my pleasure, Patty. It is my pleasure. You truly are. Thank you. Um, you know, I travel around a lot. I go to a lot of different shops and stores. And from the second I first walked into yours before I knew, I knew it was different. I knew it was special. I knew the magic, you know, just went a block down the street. So um, I know your history. You're, you're in many modalities, beautiful modalities. You walk in every little, even the reading rooms. You have your Egyptian room and you have your Native American room and how you combine them beautifully. But I know your history also, you were like corporate successful banker of City Financial Bank. You came from a very, very corporate world. How did you end up here? And what was the calling of spirit to get you into this very beautiful, different world? I would have to say that I've always, I mean, I've gone to channels since I'm in my early 20s. There was this harmonic conversions that everyone talks about. And at that particular, I'm going to say my background is Shirley MacLaine out in a limb. And that's really dating myself. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> that was my opening to what channeling was. So I spent my life trying to understand channeling and learn how to channel, learn how to connect. Um, and I had a life. I was a single mom. So I went into uh, corporate America, went down the path. I ended up, my last position was vice president. I used my psychic gifts, I believe, in everything that I did, even in corporate America. I would just get information that I didn't know where it was coming from. I would have would not have deemed myself as psychic at the time. However, when I started doing readings at the store or when practitioners like yourself would come in and do readings and things of that nature, I would realize that I was picking up the same information they were picking up. So I'm going to say it was spirit gave me kind of a kick in the butt. Probably it was 2005. I was told at that time it was time for me to leave my job, quit my job and do something that I always wanted to do. So I opened up a metaphysical store that started off as messages of joy and when I moved to my new location, I was guided to change it to Miracles of Joy. That's beautiful. Now, that's a that's a leap of faith, I must say, leaving the corporate, very corporate world of banking and finances to 
the metaphysical world in any sort. So you just, it, it, that was a trust, right? Just trusting your God spirit. It wasn't really, a, I mean, I'm going to say it wasn't a simple jump for spirit. I mean, part of it is I would get the messages for a year. I was being woken up at three o'clock in the morning. It's time for you to quit your job. It's time for you to step out. And when I finally put in my notice, I'm like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? And I actually walked into a store that was teaching a numerology class. And the woman said that she needed to sell her business. And by the end of the month, I actually bought it. So that's how we actually did <laughs> So it was kind of like guided. If I tell you guided, you know when you're on the right path because these miracles and these doors start opening up for you. You start to have these coincidences that come back into your life. And if you ask for what it is that you need, spirit will provide it, especially when you're on your path. Yes, and that is really good. And there's a flow to it. When we're struggling, we have to look at, yes, there's struggles and we have lessons and struggles that we have to do. That's This is school. But mm -hmm. all of a sudden, if you realize that you're following your path, it's, well, it's just open. It, here's the path. It's opening. It's opening. So we do know, again, the crazy times we always talk about here, a lot of people are turning to spirituality in different forms of alternative spiritual spirituality and your store is a, you they walk in and they could there's a many many paths to go if somebody was new to this somebody listening going i don't know what i want i know i want something how would you recommend they start figuring out maybe what their path is or multi-paths are my, my first step with people is, you know, one of my favorite, I call it my favorite tools to teach someone is be willing to give yourself 10 minutes a day. You know, I talk to anyone and everyone who will listen to me. And I said, you know, it's called sitting in your seat and following your guidance and listen to what you want to do, where you want to go. Now at Miracles of Joy, we offer a meditation, channeling, you know, Reiki energy healing, all kinds of different practices, but we also have a crew that we talk to people all day long. You know, they're walking in, not sure where it is that, you know, what's their next step? What is it that they want to do? And we have an experienced crew that they can talk to and come in and just talk about what's going on. Now we get a lot of people who, for the first time, they're feeling ghosts or spirits in their house. And some people will walk in and say, this is the craziest thing you've ever heard. I'm going, I can promise you it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. So we just talk to people and kind of guide them on their path. What are some of the, some of the basics that I give people? Meditation, take a meditation class, start doing meditation. Um, what is it that you're guided to do? What is it that feels right to you? And then I tell people, don't judge classes that you've been to. And what I mean by that is allow yourself to be guided, but if it's not for you, if that class wasn't for you, find another one, go to another one, find the person that's actually right for you in order to help guide you in your path. We do have several people who are associated with the store that do do spiritual life counseling. You know, for those that are starting out, I teach an empath class you know, that we teach. And it's like, it's like embracing your empathic self, because I feel there's this sort of negative, I want to say something about empaths, you know, oh my God, I'm an empath. I, I can't believe that I'm an empath. I feel everything. And I go, congratulations. That means you're psychic. 
Now, how do you embrace being empathic? How do you go about clearing your energy field? Here are some of the tools that you can use in order to do it. And one of my favorite that I tell people is learn how to take Epsom salt baths. They're one of the you know, best cleansing that you could possibly do for yourself. And then learn how to stand outside, learn how to hug a tree, learn some basic tools, get a selenite wand. Uh, it doesn't need to be anything fancy. Uh, learn how to cut cords. So when someone walks in the front door, we teach them some basic tools and techniques that they could use to get started. And that is clearing their energy field, balancing their chakras on a regular basis. And I tell them balancing your chakra is just focusing on it. Once you focus on that chakra that you feel is out of balance and you put your attention on it, you actually bring it back into balance at that particular time. So it's little steps that they can take. And then if you want to learn how to read tarot, if you want to be an astrologer, if you want to study numerology, if you want to study Reiki, um, my favorite is to tell people take a Reiki class. Reiki is not just for you healing other people. It is for you to be able to heal yourself as well as clear your chakras, feel aligned, bringing yourself and aligned on a daily basis. We live in an energetic world, whether it's cell phone and, you know, whether we want to talk about, you know, it's electricity around us, but we also live in two realms. We live in the past and the future. We forget to come to the present moment. And when we're living in those realms, planning, worrying about what we did in the past, what are we going to do in the future? We end up scattering our energy and we end up losing focus. So it's really about doing something on a daily basis to come into the present moment every single day, whether I call it sitting in a seat. I say create a sacred space. I don't care if it's just a chair. Somewhere where you could sit in that seat every single day and just let everything go and focus on the present moment and focus on your connections with your angels and your guides. That's beautiful. And you're right. We are so stuck in what did happen and what's going to happen. We forget the now and that being in the present moment. Um, and especially now, I like what you said. Yeah, again, I'm noticing it too, whether it's the state of the planet or the world, more and more people are experiencing weird things, whether it's ghosty things or paranormal things. And more and more people are doing that. I'm an empath. I can't, you know, maybe there's more to feel. And it is. They see it as a negative and it's a positive. Mm -hmm. um, so do you think that's a change literally in the energies of the planet or people are becoming more aware or because it's a fear-based place? What do you think is really going on? I think COVID-19 woke everyone up. I have never seen the number of people walk into my store. It's like when we reopened, uh, at, we reopened, I think we closed in March when we we're supposed to in Texas. We, we reopened around the second week of May of 2020. And then by August, it's like someone blew the doors off of the place. We had so many people that were coming in. Now, it could be several things. I always tell this story in, in, in the uh, when I do lectures about it. I tell everyone, I said, for the metaphysical business, COVID was a blessing. I mean, we had a bouncer at our front door. And what I mean by that is we can only have a certain number of people in a store that we would actually have to have someone stand and wait for other people to leave, for other people to come in. And I think what happened was everyone was at home. They're sitting at home. 
And all of a sudden they, they have that negative energy. And that negative energy is not that corner lady in the cubicle that's always negative. It's still with them. Because what I got is everyone was coming in saying, I feel this negative energy and I, I, you know, I don't know where it's coming from and how do I clear it? And they realize they are the conduit of the negative energy. So it's more about teaching them how to clear their energy field. We could not keep sage, palo santo, any kind of clearing, you know, sea salt. We couldn't keep any of that in, in stock because people were buying it left and right because all of a sudden they become aware of clearing their energy field. The other thing is we're very empathic, okay? I feel like they were in the present moment more. And what do I mean by that? They're not driving an hour and a half to and from work in the morning and in the evening. Now they end up with three hours a day where they're in more of that present moment that they started to actually connect. Like I'm hearing things that I never heard before. I think my angels are trying to talk to me. I think that, you know, I think something is happening. So it was really people started to open up. It was an awakening that happened at that moment. Now we're now going into 2022. What has happened along that path? A lot of people started to go on YouTube. They started to learn more about this awakening, about their connection, about, I believe all of us are psychic. All of us have guidance that is with us nonstop. I don't care if you want to call it angels, Native American, Egyptian. I don't care what label you put on it. We all have that internal guidance that we're following. And they started to hear that and pay attention to it for the first time. 2022, now I'm seeing people who are opening up their own businesses. There's a huge awakening that's happening on our planet. We have so many more metaphysical stores that have opened up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I've been doing this for 16 years, and there's like one opening up, it feels like, every month. What we used to have, like maybe five metaphysical stores, six metaphysical stores, we now have 30 in just wow. the Dallas-Fort Worth area where people are opening up and people are stepping into their work. They're becoming psychics, they're becoming teachers. They wanna, they work from home, they've learned how to do this and now they wanna do their own calling. What is their calling for humanity? What is their calling to open up? Now at 2022, what I've seen is all of a sudden I feel we are so connected to what's happening to Ukraine. We don't realize mm -hmm. that we're all one on this planet and when we have energy that is that negative in one aspect of our planet, we feel it somewhere else. So people are trying to attach, why do I feel this way? Where is this anxiety coming from? Where is this fear coming from? Why, you know, I'm feeling this, so there's got to be something wrong with my life. And in, the truth of the matter is, they may be nothing wrong with their life. They're just empathic, and they're picking up on something that's happening on the other side of the planet. Right. So what would you suggest to someone like that? I would suggest if there's nothing going on in your life today, focus. Maybe you're picking up on something that's going on on the other side of the planet. If that's what it is that you're picking up on, learn how to clear your energy field. Epsom salt baths, cutting cords. What you want to do is just keep yourself as clear as you can as a vessel. Um, I get people to carry uh, amethyst is one of my favorite stones that people can carry because it transmutes negative energy into positive. So start 
focusing on crystals and stones. My two favorite for people who are starting out is rose quartz and amethyst as a combination. Um, those are two of my favorite. Smoky quartz is one of my favorite stones as well for clearing negative energy. It's a softer clearing that maybe other black stones aren't like obsidian and tourmaline. So I tell people start working with crystals. Uh, selenite's one of my favorite because it never, it's a salt-based crystal. It never needs to be cleared. So you can put that with your other crystals and it'll keep them clear for you. Yep. Yep, I'm looking at mine right now. Wait, it's over on the other <laughs> side of my desk. But yes, it makes a difference. So this new <laughs> awareness of things. Um, so what? So hope. So that we and I agree. I do think it's an awakening again. And I do think agree. It was a wake up call. Literally, the heavens, the gods, the universe, mm -hmm. whatever you want to say. Just wake up call. Just now go to your room and stay there for two years until you figure out what's important. So we did. Right. <laughs> so we did. Um, so it's and the but everything does seem like the intensity has gone up too. So I don't know. I'm not an astrologer. I don't know if that's a planetary thing. I don't know if it's that age of Aquarius we're moving into. I think it has something to do with that. But it's like the battery power was turned up on everything, the good, the magical, the not so good, the the, the not so good. Because what's happening, I'm going to say when I say the not so good is uh, there are people who are experiencing a lot more negative, I'm going to say, beings that they've never experienced before. I've had my own experience of that uh, this particular year. And part of it is it's kind of like I sometimes think not that I'm fear, I'm not fearful of it. And we're not to be fearful of it. If there's something that we're not comfortable with that kind of shows up, you know, we have the power to send anything away that shows up in our reality. And it's learning that if you all of a sudden feel something where you're not comfortable with that vibration in your house, go away. I don't want to experience you. It's time for you to leave. And I feel like sometimes people don't realize they have that power within themselves. And what I do is I said, you know, you have the power to send that energy away, send it away. If you feel that you're not powerful enough to send it away, then I tell them, call in Archangel Michael. You know, I teach them how to call in, you know, angels and guides that, that they can call in to send something away. Are they really calling them in? Yes. I think Archangel Michael is part of all of us. I think it's part of our soul on some level. So we have the power to call in that higher power for us in to actually send something away. And um, I have experienced it this year. I have experienced that there have been a lot more negative beings on this planet. And in some level, what I when someone says, well, what do you do when you experience it? I said, it's telling me what's coming. It's getting me ready for those people that walk in my front door. So when I learn how to clear it, I can teach others how to clear it. You know, we can't teach what we don't experience on some level. And I feel like when that happens, I'm like, okay, I got a, I got a wake up call. I understand what this is. I know what I need to do. I, I learned how to send it away. I became more comfortable in my environment. So every reading that I get now is, uh, I think I saw this being and it was this, you know, black being showed up in my house. And I know what that's about. I learned how to clear it. So it's teaching other people how to clear it, how to send it away. It didn't really rock me. It rocked me because I started to say, okay, this is the third time that I'm seeing something like this. 
why am I seeing this? What is this that's happening? And, you know, we create, we create that energy on this planet. I feel like if you have a war that's about fear and terror and on, on one planet, we're actually creating that energy on some level on this planet. And then at some point, aren't we in an essence responsible for clearing that angel, that energy on some level? So I feel like we're clearing that energy as well on some level and helping to raise the vibration of this planet. I agree wholeheartedly. And I just learned something. I mean, I learn from you all the time, but I've always been a believer. This is our realm. We have full control. And I were in the spirit world, dark light, ghost, demon, did, 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 our world, my thing. But I'm not that much about that off-worldly thing, you know, other than the adult, going into extraterrestrials and stuff. And I've actually, since that hasn't been my world, not been... Do they go when you tell them? So I just learned, yes, they do too. This is still our realm. Um, I We don't talk about that much on our show. Um, and I am so intrigued with it. I know it's there. I think some of the little th things I played with as a little kid were not just spirits and elementals and, 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 and ghosts and things. I really think that that's part of what my childhood was. But again, my focus has never been there. So mm -hmm. um, do you think they are here more now, both negative and positive, or we're seeing them better? Or I feel that they're very dimensional on some levels. And what I try to tell people is I believe that they're higher ETs and lower. I feel that they fall into three different levels. You know, just I'm going to say average, lower, and higher. So what does that mean? I don't feel that. I feel like when we raise our vibration, when we reach a certain level, when we don't see it as negative and how <laughs> this is my own learning path. My mom thought she was abducted by aliens her whole entire life. She would tell me stories about this and I would always have this thing like not me. Nope, you stay over there. I, we're not part of this generation, not me. And I would always say, not me. When I opened up a metaphysical store and I started working with people and they would start talking about, you know, ETs and aliens and things of that nature, I started to have these alien experiences, but they weren't what she was telling me about. It wasn't like the grays and things of that nature. It was a higher frequency that I was experiencing. If I was learning a different energy healing modality, I have had aliens show for a uh, step forward. Um, I could be working on someone and have two aliens step forward because those were their guides in order for to clear whatever needed to be clear for that particular person. And what ended up happening is when I took my theta class, it was kind of like I, I was having this thing because people were talking about um, they were talking about like the reptilians, okay? And they were talk, doing, talking about different things about how negative they are, how negative they are. And what ended up happening is I, I was taking, a, I took a theta class and you go up to the seventh plane of existence where you're, you're up there with the creator. And then when I got there, I had this guide ask me, are you ready to go up to the next level? I go, what next level? We stop at level seven. So I go up to the next level and I open up and there's this auditorium and there's all these beings. It's like groups of 12 of all these beings that exist. And for the first time, I got it. And what I mean by got it, my aha moment was we have, whether it's Jesus, Buddha, our ascended masters that are here, Krishna, you know, um, 
doesn't matter Ra, doesn't matter. Those are our ascended masters for planet Earth. They affect planet Earth. So wouldn't you have ascended masters for these other planets as well? And if you do, why wouldn't you work with that? Why would you stay in this little box that is only Earth when you have the ability to work with these higher frequencies and these higher vibrations that affect other planetary life, why wouldn't you want to invite that into your life? And I, and I said, oh, I get it. You know, for the first time I went, I had that aha moment, I get it. They have ascended masters too. You know, you can come to our planet, you can meet Mother Teresa, or you can meet Charles Manson. You know, I guess you can meet the same thing. It doesn't matter what planet you're on. So to me, reptilians stopped becoming this bad thing. It was like everything was written about it being, you know, bad. And it didn't become bad to me. It says some people meet good ones and some people meet bad ones. It's just a vibration of what it is that you're meeting at that particular time. And energy is energy. If your vibration is at a higher frequency, the frequencies you meet usually harmonize with that frequency. And if it's a lower frequency, then you're more powerful than it and you have the power to send it away. I like that. Very well put. It's like, all right. <laughs> um, I, cause I, yeah, I did one. I mean, I've been talking to the dead, our realm dead for so long. And um, Maximilian de Lafayette, one of my mentors and who you we we briefly worked with with the Federation way back when um, he had me do one with all these like Anunnaki words and ancient words because he is a ancient, whatever you call it, a language specialist. And it was a whole different thing that came to the seance. It wasn't ghosts and spirits and elementals and grandma or anything like that. It was different. Do you think, now I haven't experienced, again, and I'm not that experienced, I'm not going to say, in that realm of things, what, can you get uh, a ghost and an elemental and an ET in the same room or are they on different... <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a walked into a bar at a commercial. Okay. okay. An alien and ET and a <laughs> I feel I feel that we're connected to all of those frequencies. And I feel that you can have all of them come forward at the same time. Um, whether you're doing a healing or channeling. When I when we hold a channeling class or when I have taught people how to channel, I would not limit what they can bring through. And when I didn't limit it, and you know, some people say we only want to work with the higher vibrations. And what I mean by that is they only wanted to work with Mother Mary, Jesus, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel. Well, this person's elemental. What are they going to have? They're going to have fairies that are going to step forward. That's what they channel. You know, this person works with ETs. So why wouldn't you allow them to bring those? They're, they're higher frequencies. They're higher vibrations. Let's work with that. Let's not limit it. And I think when we try to teach these classes in a box, we only want this. What ends up happening yeah. is not everyone's going to be able to connect because you are holding their higher frequencies back because you're creating the box. So I have seen people, I mean, channel all kinds of frequencies and a, a, a big one that's coming forward now. And it's like, I've seen it for 16 years, but I know it's, it's something that's now prevalent. It's called light language. I don't know if you've heard of light language, but it's, I've heard the term, but I don't know what it means. What happens is people start channeling and they, they start saying words that don't make sense, you know, and it's like it's like these sounds that come forward that don't make sense. It sounds like gibberish. 
However, if you feel the frequency of it, when I would have people in, in the class, I would say, just spit it out. And they're like, but Joy, it doesn't make any sense. Just say whatever comes into your head. So then they start with this gibberish and they're doing this with this, their hands. And I see them all moving their hands this way with this gibberish. And I turn around and go, it's part of your energy healing. It is sound that actually clears. I said, don't hold back and think it sounds crazy because you're not saying anything that makes any sense. Allow it just to flow. Be an open vessel to channel that because I've seen many people do healings with it. And I've seen people do it over the years in our channeling classes, over the years of this. Now it's as big, there's a light language university, there's light language, everyone is doing light language today. And it's something that I've seen sporadically over the past 16 years. That's wild. And I must say, when we did that ET, whatever, through Maximilian, we did that. I always have the movement. I, I step in the body movements, but we had that and we had the languaging and the different languaging um, when we did it from that higher vibration extraterrestrial. That's great. I, um, I, I must say, putting back, combining... Um, several years ago, before he got big trouble and jailed, I went and saw John of God, who was mm -hmm. th this healer. And, and and what he talked about is that he channeled, you know, because he stuck your hand and you, whatever and mm -hmm. surrounded by mediums. Um, but we, he, they claimed in, 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 that he, cha he channeled deceased doctors and then saints and angels. I saw the ET there too. That's one of the first I saw. So saints and angels and and extraterrestrials is who he was working with before. I guess he fell down a rabbit hole. I don't know mm -hmm. that whole story, but uh, but now is that light language similar? Do you think energetically to what a Pentecostal Christian would call speaking in tongues? I feel that it is, but you could feel the difference of the frequency, and some of it just sounds different. Some of it could be Native American too. You know, just by the tones that come through. Some I call it Egyptian. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, I've I've watched over the years, Am, La, Mi, Wa, and know someone who channels uh, this this saying. Actually, it's Seon who channels it. And it's Am, La, Mi, Wa, Nu, Wa. And you say it over and over and over again. Well, those all hold frequency. Those words hold frequency. So when some people are going Nu, Ra, Am, Bla, to me, it's very Egyptian. And what is, let's, so let's just talk about what is Egypt, you know, or what is Egyptian? I really want to say that there, the, that um, Akhenaten is one of my, my absolute favorites. It, it, Akhenaten is who I've always been connected to ever since I was a little girl. And to me, he was very alien. He doesn't look human. He looks like he is a hybrid. And I feel that he came to this planet in order to raise the consciousness of this planet because he was talking about the same thing Jesus was talking about 3,500 years before Jesus actually said it. And it was talking about the one true God, the connection to that one true God and taking some of these other gods and making them angels and having that one true God. I feel that it was here to raise this vibration. I feel that if you look at a lot of things that are going on in ancient Egypt, it's very alien. I believe there are alien races that actually created it. And there's this Mars-Egypt connection. 
You know, we hear about the face on Mars, we hear about the pyramids on Mars, and I've always been connected to that as well. In fact, when they first discovered it in 1976, I cut up the article and I've kept it ever since because I felt like I had a past life on Mars at one point. And I feel like they came to this planet in order to raise our vibration, in order to change things that were here, in order to bring us to a higher frequency. I believe the Pleiadians also have been part of this planet. The Orionites have been part of this planet. And it was, we are a seeded planet. That's why we're so different. It's why we're so unique to this particular planet is that I feel that the, uh, the ETs are the ones that actually helped us get to where we are today. So, you know, when we do things like, let's try nuclear power, <laughs> we don't realize all the dimensions that we're affecting at that point. You know, and I, and I tell people, I said, you know, there's a story about how these what, what brought Gobertov together with Reagan in order to, you know, start talking was there's this this uh, story out there that there were flying saucers that were in, that set up all the nuclear power in Russia, set off all the nuclear bombs in the United States and it went on countdown. OK, and then all of a sudden they realized they had this common enemy and then it stopped and the flying saucers left and then all of a sudden we started to talk with that's when the powers to be came together and started talking and if you realize what reagan said at that time he was talking about star wars you know we need something to protect us from this you know something that may actually affect us out there and i feel what happened at that particular when i look at what happened at that time is we learned that there were ets for the first time we always knew that it needed to be hidden but i think the powers to be knew that there were aliens why did they show up we start doing these atomic bombs and they go okay those children have really done it this time <laughs> We need to go give them a little wake-up call and let them know that there's something more powerful than them out there. Yeah, take away their toys. <laughs> That's fascinating to me. Um, anyway, I see you guys, everybody, my listeners, how to big, magical, amazing, wide world it is out there. Ha! Um, I have a thousand questions, but we don't have time. So will you come back again soon, Joy, I, I and sure want to get will. into you're next and you're next and you're next because I know you do beautiful trips. You do like adventure travel to magical places from the pyramids to all sorts of places. We're going so, to take um, Mexico um, this September and we're taking people to Sedona in, um, I think it's November of this year. Okay. So how can people find you? How can people find your shop? Uh, you can find me at miraclesofjoy.org. That's miraclesofjoy.org or Miracles of Joy Metaphysical Store in Louisville, Texas, 701 South Old Orchard. You can call us at 972-221-8080. And you guys, you will feel it. You will know. And beautiful shop as far as even a retail shop. The, the herbs, the oils, the sprays, the crystals. It's a good one. So check it out if you're in the area and we have this World Wide Web. If you're not, I'm going to go back there in December. So we will have to do this again soon. So okay. thank you for well, your thank magic. You so much, thank, Patty. You. thank you for visiting the Witching Hour. <laughs> <laughs>